God is up to something. He's always up to something. And, you know, we don't really know what he's up to at times. But for us, in order to see it, in order for us to maybe hear it, we need to allow him to break us a little bit. And there's some ground in our lives that might just need breaking up in order for us to see something of God. Um, if God is going to shape us, mold us, bring the best out of us, bring something new out, bring something new out of us, we've got to allow him to break some land in our lives. And um, yeah, there's something new in you that you do not know that is in you yet. And we will find that out as we dig deep with the Lord. I was drawn to this verse in Hosea 10, verse 12. Sow for yourselves righteousness. Reap the fruit of unfailing love. And break up your unplowed ground. For it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers righteousness on you. Wow. Sow for yourselves righteousness. Reap the fruit of unfailing love, and break up your unplowed ground. For it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers righteousness on you. Just a bit of context around um, Hosea. He's known as a minor prophet just because the text is a little bit shorter compared to the major prophets like uh, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel, Daniel. But as we look into the personal story of Hosea, we begin to see a beautiful, powerful, life-transforming image of God's love and faithfulness towards us. See, Israel were growing into a powerful nation, um, but they had chosen to walk away from God. They were following idols, living by their own ways and desires. The desire of the flesh was taking over, and they ignored God. God was not in their mind. God was not in their hearts. They were just not turning um, to him. Other idols, gods were consuming their life, and before Hosea begins to speak to the people of Israel um, of their sinful ways, he begins to experience and receive the hurt that the nation is having on God. God tells Hosea to marry an adulterous wife. Hosea is obedient to what the Lord um, asks of him. He marries a lady called Goma. He marries someone who he knew would commit adultery, but this marriage would be a symbol of the relationship of the relationship between God and Israel. After their marriage, Goma has three children who were given sad names, which again is a reflection of the ways of the people are living. The names of these children are Jezreel, Lo-Rumaha, and Lo-Ami, which are translated as no mercy and not my people. These names represent God's judgment on faithless Israel. And Israel, and so Hosea can really see what is going on from what is going on in his personal life to what is going on with the nation of Israel. And yet through this, there remains a message of hope and there remains a promise for those who return to God. I love this. Hosea 1 verse 10. The time will come when Israel's people will be like the sands of the seashore, too many to count. Then at the place where they were told, you are not my people, it will be said, you are children of the living God. Hosea's wife, Gomer, is expected does leave her husband and commit adultery. However, Hosea gets her back. Hosea chapter 3, the Lord said to me, go and love your wife again, even though she commits adultery with another lover. This will illustrate that the Lord still loves Israel, even though the people have turned to other gods and love to worship them. Hosea and Gomer is a relationship of separation and reconciliation. 
The relationship of God and Israel, of God and us, is of separation and of reconciliation. God again and again and again pours his kindness, his mercy, his goodness over us. He does not give up chasing after us, even though we have lost interest in him, even though we've gone our own way, even said, I've had enough of this right now, I'm following something else. God still chases after us. He does not give up on his people. God has not given up on you. Someone needs to hear that this morning. You might have had a week of like, I've not been following the Lord, I've not been reading the word, I've not been, I've not been talking to the Lord, but you're here today. You're here today, and God's saying, I have not given up on you. I'm chasing after you. Even though you've turned away, I'm chasing after you with my love, with my goodness, with my kindness. I have promises for your life. Turn to me. Turn to me. Come to me. The good news is that we have been rescued. Just as Hosea went after his unfaithful wife to bring her back. So the Lord has pursued us with his love. No matter what, God has not given up on us. He still chases us. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Forever he shall reign. Forever his faithfulness shall reign. The name, amazing, the name Hosea means Yahweh has saved. God was revealing his unending love, his great faithfulness, his abundant grace, his kindness to Gomer through Hosea. And God has revealed his unending love, his grace, his kindness, his goodness, his promises to us through himself by sending his son Jesus, the word, it became flesh and dwelled amongst us. Jesus is our rescuer and he has saved us from the sin that has been captivating our life. We do not need to be on the path today of destruction. We do not need to be on the path of death. Every single one of us, it does not matter what you have done in the past, right now today you can begin to enter new ground and be on the path of hope, of blessing and of life in all of its fullness. We can all be on the path of eternity because of the saving work of Jesus. This is good news. So I encourage you in this new season to not, to not forget the power of the gospel, to not forget the power of the good news of Jesus, to keep on walking in the good news. Whatever you are facing, whatever battle, struggle, pain, fear, you walk with courage. You walk, you walk with boldness, with confidence that I am living everlasting life because Jesus Christ is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. Those who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Today, every single one of us who believe in the Lord, we have a wonderful hope today. We are, our hope is with him forever. And the more that we know that we are living in eternity, the more that we can break new ground today in our lives. Sow for yourselves righteousness. Reap the fruit of unfailing love and break up your unplowed ground. For it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers righteousness on you. The message translation says this of Hosea 10:12. So righteousness, reap love. It's time to till the ready earth. It's time to dig in with God. Breaking new ground requires us to dig in with God. Has anyone been on a beach holiday? Does anyone like beach holidays? I don't know what you like to do on a beach holiday. Some of you like to go for a swim. Some of you like to read a book. Some of you like to just sleep on a beach. I don't really get that. Um, but for me, um, I like to dig. Honestly, I love digging. 
I just want to dig the biggest hole on the beach. And there's been times, like, honestly, um, on our honeymoon seven years ago, like, we went to St. Ives, and um, I said to Maddie, I want a spade. I was like, why? I said, I want to dig. <laughs> I want to dig a hole. I just like digging. There's some, I, I just want to dig the biggest hole on the beach. And, like, um, I've been told a few told off a few times actually because it was that big that I had to fill it back in the lifeguards came back and saying you've got to have to fill it in I was like why it's like someone can fall in it I was like well that's not my goal um, <laughs> but I just want to dig the biggest hole you know I've always done that as a kid and um, when you when you dig in into sand you know you can find all sorts you find rocks lots of different things shells all that kind of stuff and um, there's some there's something that really just really satisfaction of just bringing out a really big rock out and just throwing it away. And it's like you just want to keep digging and digging further. And then you end up getting, you, the more you dig down, you get into a bit of water and you're like buzzing. I've gone, I've gone far. Um, and, you know, our life, it can be like that. We're digging. We're digging. We're trying to plow through our life. We're, we're winning at times, but sometimes we're losing. We can't break through. And um, we're trying to do it on our own. Uh, we are digging our way through, trying to break new ground, complete tasks, moving forwards, trying to be success- successful, trying to get it right. But there's times where we get pushed back, get pushed back by the rocks that are just holding us back from breaking ground further. We cannot break new ground on our own. We can't do it on our own. We have to dig in with God. It's got to be with God. If you are to break new ground, you've got to do it with him. You are not going to see a new thing on your own. You've got to dig new ground with God. Hosea says, sow for yourselves righteousness and reap unfailing love. See, true and perfect righteousness is not possible for us to attain by ourselves. Righteousness is all found in the character of Christ. It's only attained by accepting that saving work of the Lord. It's only attained through our act of repentance, which Hosea was calling Israel to. It's accepting that I can't dig on my own. I need help. I need, I need some supernatural strength. I need that peace that passes all, under my, passes all understanding when I'm so stressed and I can't keep going. I need the joy. I need breakthrough. I need forgiveness. I need grace. I need someone to turn to. God is always there for us to turn to. He is faithful. The promise stands, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And we begin by sowing righteousness for ourselves by turning to the one who has made us righteous. Turning towards the one who is holy, who is right, who is just, who is truth. We are being righteous in Christ Jesus. It's amazing news. It's, the gospel is just mind-blowing the more you unpack it. On the cross, Jesus was treated as if he was a sinner, even though he was perfect, even though he was pure and holy. We have been treated as if we were righteous, even though we have gone against God and have been separated for him. 2 Corinthians 5, 21. He who did not sin became sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That's amazing. The more we understand that, the more we'll be able to dig deep with God and the more we begin to press into new ground. This is amazing grace. This is unfailing love. This is life-transforming news that when sin increased, grace increased 
all the more. God has been so good to each and every one of us. And grace is alive and forgiveness is alive for us today. All that is required of us is to turn away from the idols that are taking over our lives. The stuff that is not good for us and to turn to him. This is the start of breaking new ground. We break new ground as we dig in with God, as we turn our hearts to him, as we allow him to move in us and through us, as we choose to speak to him, as we choose to read his word, as we choose to worship him, as we choose to listen to him, as we choose to be in fellowship with him, with other believers. See, the Apostle Paul says to the church in Galatians 6, verse 7 to 8, whatever one sows, that he will also reap. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. But whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. See, in the time of Hosea, Israel was sowing to please their flesh. They were living in sexual immorality, impurity, wickedness, idolatry, jealousy, rage, envy, drunkenness, as the apostle describes these acts of the flesh in Galatians 5. So what we spend time in is a reflection of what comes out of us. So if we're going to spend time around gossip, gossip will come out of us. If we spend time around lust, then lust will come out. If we spend time around greed, greed will come out. If we spend time around jealousy, then jealousy will come out. It's really important what you spend time in. So if you spend time in the word of the Lord, guess what? The word of the Lord will come out. If you spend time of speaking to God, God will continue to reveal something new in our lives and he will come out in conversations that you are having with friends and colleagues that don't even know the Lord. We can only do it with the help of the Holy Spirit. We sow ourselves righteousness as we speak out to him what is not right in our lives. We've got to repent. We've got to turn to him. We've got to speak out to the Lord and say, God, I know this right now is not good. I feel like this is not good. I feel like you're saying to me, this is not God, but I speak it out to you. I repent. I choose to change the way that I'm living, and I choose again to turn towards you. And sometimes we don't want to speak the bad stuff out, do we? Because it makes us feel bad. And, you know, I'm not saying that to make you feel bad, but something begins to shift the more that we speak out what we are going through, what we are carrying. You've got to be honest. David in the Psalms, he was honest. He was always honest, and something begins to shift as you are honest with God. He knows it, but he wants you to see it. He wants you to speak it out to him. When we speak out what has been taken a hold of our lives, whether it be gossip, lustful thoughts, actions, greed, jealousy, when we speak that out to him, there begins to be a beautiful exchange in our hearts. See, the shame is exchanged for grace. The guilt is exchanged for freedom. The hate is exchanged for love. Death is exchanged for life. Jesus has paid it all. But that, ex- that exchange can only happen if we really truly repent. If we really truly say, God, this is taking a hold of my life. Help me. And he helps you through the work of his spirit. There is something that God wants to break in you in order to bring something new out of you. Turn to him, speak to him, listen to him, and enter a beautiful exchange by the power of the Holy Spirit. See, the people of Israel, they were refusing to follow the ways of God. They were refusing to turn back to him. There was no repentance, therefore they were on the path of destruction. We are still today called to repentance. We're not perfect. We still get it wrong. 
We've got to keep on turning towards him. We've got to keep on digging in with God. Keep on following him. Yes, following Jesus. It is hard. He says, pick up your cross and follow me. It's tough, it's tough to pick up your cross. It can be painful. It can be heavy. And we may think at times that following the world just seems so much easier. Following the ways of the world is not easy. It's not easy. It is hard. Why is it when we follow the, the world that we feel lonely? Why is it when we follow the ways of the world we feel lost? Why is it when we follow the world we feel confused? Because it's hard. It's hard to fit in with so many things that are going on around us. We, we ask ourselves, who am I? Where do I fit into this world? Where do I belong? It's way harder to live a life outside of the will of God. It's way harder to live a life without God, without hope, without having the destiny of everlasting life. We have hope today. We have someone to lean on today. We have someone to turn to today. We've got to trust the Lord with all of of our heart and lean not on our own understanding. Whatever one sows, that he will also reap. We sow ourselves righteousness as we live in obedience to his commands. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. Sow for yourselves righteousness and reap. The fruit of unfailing love. See, understanding the love and the kindness, the grace and the goodness of God helps us to live that out for others to see. Understanding and accepting the grace that God has poured out over us leads us to show that to others. Understanding and accepting the forgiveness God has given us helps us to forgive others. We break new ground as we walk in the power of the gospel. We break new ground as we dig in with God. So I want to encourage you in this season, as it seems new, as it might seem uncertain, to dig. To dig into who you are with God because there's something in you and there is something of God that you have not seen yet. There is something in you that you didn't know that was in you. God wants to reveal something new and we will only find that out as we dig in our hearts with him. Unplowed ground is also translated as fallow ground. And fallow ground is land which could be productive, but for whatever reason, it has not been broken up. It has not been prepared for planting. Fallow ground is unusable and it is unused. There may be something that you have laid down because of being hurt, betrayed, because of worry, fear, shame. God, but God may just be calling you to break that area of your life up again. He wants to do something in it. He wants to do something through it. And we can only let him do something in it as we go and dig with him. Let the power of the gospel, the power of the Holy Spirit, break up the fallow ground in you. God may just need to break you in order, in order to prepare you, to heal you, and to use you. See, there could be giftings in you which we are not using or things that we have put aside because of disappointment or because of shame. But I encourage you to dig with God. Allow the Spirit of God to move and break down the fallow ground. He wants to reveal a new thing in you. And my prayer is that in the ground of unbelief, that faith will begin to awaken again. I pray that in the ground of worry, peace will awaken. I pray in the ground of wanting to give up, perseverance will awaken. I pray in the ground that seems hopeless, hope will awaken. See, I am doing a new thing, declares the Lord. This season, let's break new ground with the power of the gospel. This season, let's break in new ground with the power of the Holy Spirit by digging in with God. There is something in you which you have not seen yet, but let him in your heart, dig in with him, and bear much 
fruit. John 15, 4 to 5, remain in me, Jesus says, as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, Jesus says, and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Sow for yourselves righteousness. Reap the fruit of unfailing love and break up your unplowed ground. For it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers righteousness on you. It's time in this season to dig in with the Lord. Let's dig in with him and let him shower righteousness on you. He wants to pour out blessing. He wants to pour out healing. He wants to pour out grace. He wants to pour out forgiveness. He wants to pour out his mercy all over our lives. And he will do that as we let him come in and break that fallow ground, that ground that we are not letting him in. So I say to you today, let him in. Go, dig, go and dig with God. Gomer, Hosea. Gomer was filled by the love of Hosea. He did not give up on her, and God has not given up on us. He loves us, so let's go and break new ground with him. Let's go and see something new of the Lord and something new of ourselves. We can only do that with him. It's a challenging words when we are calling to repent because we don't like it. But something will shift in you as we do it honestly, as we come to him just as we are, as we speak to him what we are going through. I pray for the Holy Spirit to break that area in your life that maybe seem hard. You might be thinking in this this season ahead, I don't know what this looks like. I don't know how I'm going to break through. Dig in with God. Dig in with God and let him shower righteousness all over you. Let him shower his love and kindness all over you. Let the promises of God be sealed in your heart. Let him break up that area of the land in your heart that, is, that seems dry right now. We need to have good soil. We need to keep digging and breaking up that area that seems dry. I'm going to invite the worship team up. And I just want to invite the Holy Spirit to maybe speak to you right now. Sow for yourselves righteousness. Reap unfailing love. And break up your unplowed ground. For it is time to seek the Lord. It is time to seek the Lord. Until he comes and showers righteousness on you. Breaking new ground requires us to dig in with God. If you just imagine that, I know it's a bit of a silly illustration of me digging a hole on the beach. But you know, if you leave that hole open, towards the end of the day, as the seas come in, the hole begins to fill with the waters of the sea. And just imagine you being in that hole, in that big hole, trying to dig your way through, and you just can't get through. But let the Holy Spirit, the waters of the Lord, come and fill that hole and come and shower you with righteousness. Let him come and reveal something new in your life. Heavenly Father, we are here. We are your people. We are your children. Thank you that you have never given up on us. You have been chasing after us. And we come to you this morning just as we are. You see what's been going on in our lives. You see the hurt. You see the brokenness. You see the pain. 
You see our sin. But in this moment, we get rid of all the distractions and we turn to you. We turn towards you. And in this moment, I invite you, Lord Jesus, to speak personally into people's lives. Come and break something in hearts that may seem fallow this morning. Come, Holy Spirit. Let's just wait on him. There may be someone in here this morning that have, has heard the gospel message, the good news of Jesus. And I want to give an opportunity as uh, heads are still focusing on the Lord, as hearts are still fixed on the Lord. If this is for you, if you want to come into relationship with the Lord Jesus, the one who is chasing after you, the one who is pouring his love over you. If you want to come into relationship with the Lord, I want to say to you that is the best decision of all decisions you make in this life. That is the best decision you can ever make. And as you make that decision, you enter into life in all of its fullness. You enter into everlasting life. And for us to do that, we need to acknowledge that we have been following the ways of the world We've been following other idols, other gods. But there is one God. There's one God in your life who's calling you by name. And I want to give an opportunity for you to invite him into your life. And so if this is for you, just repeat this after me. Heavenly Father, here I am. Thank you that you have been chasing after me. Forgive me, Lord, for going my own way. Today, I receive your love and your grace and your kindness. I choose to follow you. I give my life to you. Come into my life. Thank you that I am yours and you are mine. Well, heads are still bowed. If that's you, if you said that prayer, if you've accepted Jesus into your life this morning, could you raise your hand so I know? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
if any of you said that prayer, just keep your hands raised for me if that's you. If you have accepted Jesus into your life. Thank you. Thank you. Keep your hands raised for me. Heads are bowed. That is the best decision that you can ever make. One, two, three, four. Thank you, Lord. You are a child of God. You belong to him. And you have entered into everlasting life with him forever. And this is exciting news. And the church are excited for you. Four people are giving their lives to the Lord this morning, people. Let's give a round of applause. Let's celebrate. We've got to get excited when lives get transformed. We've got to get excited. And it doesn't just happen here. It can happen where you go. Go and, go and be the light of the world. Who are you talking to out there? Go and speak to your neighbors, your friends. God is alive and God is moving amongst his people. And I don't, there might be some people that need prayer um, after the service. I'm gonna, we're going to close this service. We're going to sing a song. But the, I think there's people in here that need prayer for the areas in your life that maybe seem fallow, that maybe seem, need breaking up and you need to come. And you need to come before the Lord. And we've got a prayer ministry team. The ministry team will come forward in this song. If, that, if this is for you, please come forward. We want to pray over your life. We want to speak into your life. Please, let's do that. But let's stand and let's worship the King of Kings. Thank you, Lord.